Vision View Sports Radio Outside Broadcast. Good afternoon and welcome to everybody. My name is Enoch Malisa from Visa. It is indeed a privilege to have you with us today. Without further ado, I will call our president in the Simia region, Mr. Andrew Torre, to just give us a, a, a word of welcome and some uh, uh, fun facts around AFCON, uh, and then we'll then co- uh, carry on with uh, the program. Andrew, please come to the front. Thank you, Enoch. Can you, can you all hear me? Excellent. I have a new favorite band. That was, they were amazing. They were absolutely, I want to wake up to that every morning. By the way, it's a hard, hard act to follow. What an outstanding, outstanding group of young women and men. Um, first of all, thank you. Welcome for being here. Uh, we're excited. Let's hope we keep the energy up. I felt like we just went through the final there. Um, but, uh, you know, we do this for you. Um, we are privileged and honored to be a supporter of sports, a supporter of football on the African continent, and uh, to partner uh, with CAF. Uh, it means a lot to us. It means a lot to us that you're here. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you, just first and foremost for that. Um, I do want to say, as a company that deeply believes in purpose, that what we do matters, um, that what we do uplifts communities and economies everywhere um, by being the best way to pay and be paid, I, wanna, I want you to follow me on why this is important. Um, uh, we have agreed, we made a commitment uh, last year to invest a billion dollars on the African continent in many, many different ways across many, many communities. One of the investments we've made is to continue our partnership with CAF and to support AFCON. And the reason is we've had a long-standing commitment to sports for many, many de- decades as a company um, for a number of reasons. But I think the biggest reason is sport talks a lot about humanity and humans, and it brings out the best of us. Uh, it brings out, when it's done well, it unites us. It brings out aspirations. Um, one of my colleagues who is somewhere over here said to me this morning, I'm really proud we're sponsoring uh, AFCON. My daughter is about to start high school, and she wants to play for the South African team. That's, that's one of the reasons why we do it. Um, it's the level of human ambition and achievement and aspiration. So um, uh, what, I, what I do want to talk about a little bit is AFCON 23. We're thrilled to be the official payments partner. Uh, Aida and I were in uh, Cote d'Ivoire about a month ago. It's going to be amazing. Cote d'Ivoire is ready. 24 teams 52 matches across uh, six stadiums, and we're super excited about it. Um, We've had the partnership with CAF since 2018. We've renewed it through 2026. Uh, We're not only supporting men's, we're supporting women's. We deeply, deeply believe in equality in sport. And if anyone watched the World Cup this summer, you'll know as well as I do, uh, and I watched it with my daughters, three African teams, women's teams, made it to the round of 16. They should have gone further, but it is a continent on the move and the women's game is phenomenal. And we're excited to also support that and bring that in 24 uh, in Morocco and then uh, again in 26. Uh, So if you ask why, why we support CAF, why this is so important, because it goes back to our purpose again and the things we want to be able to do. We want to be able to provide and we will provide an excellent payments platform both for consumers and tourists that are coming to Cote d'Ivoire. We want to give them a great experience when they're 
buying tickets before the match, when they're at the match, and then also trying to create better cashless experiences. And around those stadia, in those communities, are small sellers that want to reach those tourists. And our team is on the ground working hard to enable those small uh, micro-businesses and merchants to be able to accept uh, payments to be able to serve the consumers that are going to enjoy uh, all the great things that Cote d'Ivoire has to offer. We're also very, very excited about a couple of the programs uh, within CAF and with AFCON specifically. One, uh, our visa escorts, um, player escort program. If you haven't seen it, we have eight to 12-year-old children um, that come onto the pitch with their players. Many of them have never stepped on a pitch like this, let alone be side by side with their heroes, and it changes a child's life. I've seen it with my own eyes. It changes a child's life, and it's a wonderful thing to do. We're also supporting uh, the, the CAF um, African High Schools uh, tournament that um, will support the next generation of great footballers across the continent. And with that, I want to not only, um, I want to talk about our special guest in the room, the trophy. Um, I know I've seen you all take pictures. The trophy is incredibly exciting. It had a long trip. It looks great. Um, but what that trophy also stands for is something really important. That stands for aspiration, excellence, and teamwork. Speaking of excellence and teamwork, since we're in South Africa, and I'm a huge, huge fan of Af uh, South African sports, so Rugby World Cup Championship, Check, check. Cricket happening right now? Yeah. Maybe check. And, and why not the first AFCON championship for the South African team since 1996? I think we can all get behind that. So again, thank you all. Let me turn it back to, I think it's Enoch, right? Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Andrew. Shall we give Andrew a round of applause? <laughs> awesome. And, and, and you talk about AFCON in 1996. I, I, I remember I was a Gen Z equivalent at the time. <laughs> and, and, and we moved from a space of, no, we're just hosting. You know, it will soon be over. And it just moved to one step. And when we got off the round of, uh, uh, I can't remember if it was 16 or just, uh, uh, you know, on, on, on the league status getting into the knockouts. I remember this one day when we were to play Cameroon. And for a whole lot of us, it was game over. And when the score turned up to be 3-0, it gave us even much more hope. Who can forget that final against Tunisia? When it was all doomed and it was just going to be another day where, you know, has been, the magic was turned. But I just want to bring on the stage somebody who was there, who was in the pitch right on the day, not only as a spectator, but also as a participant. He has grown beyond just being a national soccer player into being a coach, a soccer manager himself, Born out of Cape Town, shall we in introduce on stage Sean Bartlett? Please come and join us on stage. Vision View Sports Radio Outside Broadcasts. Thank you very much. Uh, great honor and privilege. Thank you for the introduction.
obviously we're talking about success of 1996, but like myself, I think this whole country is hoping, obviously, that we can do it again come next year. Especially after, like you've indicated, what the rugby has done recently, and hopefully the cricket can do as well. But I think we are a country, there's one word you used, and I think that sort of identifies South Africa. It's a country of hope. You know, hope to each other, hope to the next generation. That's what we did in 96. I don't know if it's a, you know, a curse or whether it's a positive or negative, but I do feel the current generation or the current players are playing under a lot of pressure because of 1996. Maybe because of that early success, they feel that they need to go and, and prove something. But I think for us as a nation, we always supported our sport teams. I think Mandela's put it uh, you know, perfectly well where he said, sport is in this country can unite a nation. And for me, I had the privilege, obviously, in 1996 was the main motivation was Nelson Mandela. Because he came to every game and as us as players, we couldn't disappoint him. Besides the 45 million people, the 100,000 people that were in the stadium itself, we could not disappoint. And like he indicated, I don't think anybody gave us a chance. That, I'll be honest. But when it got to Cameroon, when it got to the semi-final of Ghana, these were big, big countries at the time in Africa. And we came as the new boys. And some of you might not know, but the name Bafana Bafana means... The boys. The boys. So we were the boys at the time competing with men in order to win the tournament. I think maybe it's even time that we actually change that name. You know? So we actually feel a little bit more responsible in order to get the results and to win the trophy again. I think that is something that we need to consider. But ultimately, it's about putting players on the field to go and compete. And that is what this country is well capable of. We've got a great pool of talent, unbelievable support. Great, uh, obviously, from Visa as well, like you've indicated. I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of synergies as to how to support sport in this country. And for me, to be an advocate of that is a great privilege. And I'm very happy to be here. I hope you guys obviously will stand behind our team, which is important. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. And, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have a word with the boys as well before the tournament. I think that, that's going to be important uh, to give them extra motivation. But uh, at the end of the day, it's about doing it for the people that cannot be in that position. That's what I did as a player. There's a lot of... I always, as a coach now, I explain to my players, there are two leagues in this country, the PSL and the NFD, 16 teams on average 30 players. That's less than 1,000 professional footballers in a country of 63, 4 million. Less than 1,000. So for me as a player, I've got to make sure I turn up every day for training, for every match, and make sure I give my best because there are other people that cannot be in that position. That is how we have to look at it, as a sports person and even as a business woman or man. I think it's important, because a lot of us, we have to make a living, we have to earn a, you know, a salary in order to look after our families. But as sports people also, there's a lot of responsibility and pressure, because we sometimes forget we're also human beings, and that the mental health is also very important in order to perform. Um, so for me, I think... Uh, going forward is to just continue giving that support as much as I can from the sidelines because I'm way past that age of playing and now it's just making sure I can give in advice and encouragement. So from my side is to ask you, keep supporting, stay behind our players and hopefully we'll bring the trophy back in February. Thank you very much. Move on from uh, Sean Bartlett who lifted the trophy together with the likes of Mark Fish, Neil Tovey, Lucas Khadebe, uh, and, and made South Africa proud. 
Now, they lifted the trophy on behalf of the country. I just want to then usher to the stage somebody who has a similar duty, similar responsibility of lifting and bringing the trophy. I want to introduce Keith Shabalala. We had to bring the trophy to the office for us to, to marvel. Welcome. Thank you very much, Brainok. Um, so my name is Keith Chavalala. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and I was privileged to be the visa mascot for the AFCON trophy, which was a huge responsibility. Uh, but my journey started off, I was a bit anxious. Um, so it was my first time flying, first time uh, leaving the borders of South Africa. <laughs> Thank you. So it was a journey of many firsts, uh, and I was obviously anxious. You know, when the plane took off, I felt knots in my stomach. I was like, maybe this wasn't a good idea. <laughs> but when we go, got high up in the air, I was like, it, it's truly an honor and a privilege to have this opportunity. And by the time I got to Cairo, which was early in the morning, uh, the hotel came to pick me up. They expedited everything at the airport. And I got to the hotel, I was like, what's the plan now? Because I'm only picking up the trophy the next day. So I went downstairs, how do I explore Egypt? You know, going to a hotel, I was staying at the Hilton. And there were... <laughs> the, the prices for the tours were for tourists. It was in USD. I was like, there's no way I'm paying this. <laughs> so let me risk my life, take an Uber and go to the pyramids. So I took an Uber, and I learned that visa is very big. The power of the visa name is very big. So the drivers obviously want cash, but I, I could only pay by card for safety. So you have to tell the drivers, no cash, no cash, only visa, meaning that you want to pay using your card. So that's the power of the visa name. It's big in Egypt. And I had to speak broken English so that my Arabic driver could understand. <laughs> But uh, I got safely to the pyramids, explored. It was, like, amazing. And I met a few friends from Uganda, made beautiful connections, and then headed back to the hotel just to rest, you know, catch a breath, a breath before waking up the next day and going to fetch the trophy, which was an amazing experience. Um, the security guys came to pick me up. They chauffeured me everywhere. Took a tour. <laughs> Took a tour of the city. I went to Zamalek where I saw the Al Ahli headquarters, which was beautiful because it's a big football club in Africa. So for me, that was like, as a football fan, I was like, this is amazing. This is so wonderful. I went to see the citadel and the great uh, mosque of uh, Muhammad Ali. So I just took a tour around the city. And then uh, around 3 o'clock, I went to fetch the trophy at QNB Bank in Cairo, where I met Shireen from Visa Cairo Marketing. She handed over the trophy to me, and that's when the nerves started to kick in. <laughs> it was around 3, my flight was at 10. I was like, I'm not going to go around the city with this trophy. So I decided to go to the Visa, Visa Cairo office, where they welcomed me, gave me a boardroom, lovely experience. <laughs> That's, so I met a lot of the colleagues over there in Cairo, very welcoming. We got a chance to play FIFA. There's a PlayStation, and we just had fun. And then 
Nine o'clock hit. I'm on my way to Cairo International. The security is great. When we got there, they expedited everything. The trophy, no questions asked. And then I got on board and everyone is asking themselves, what is this guy carrying? What's going on? <laughs> so I was wearing my, my, my uh, rugby sweater, the Nike one. And some guy asked me, are you carrying the, the World Cup trophy? I was like... <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and then I boarded my flight, arrived early in the morning yesterday, um, got through customs and pass- passport control without any hassles. But the guys at the customs were like, can we see the trophy? I was like, no ways. <laughs> and they were busy asking me, is it the real one? I'm like, yes, that's why I can't show you. But I had an amazing journey uh, filled with beautiful experiences, met great people, the security was great. I felt safe all the time. And it was truly an honor and privilege to join Visa at the beginning of this year full-time and to have such a wonderful opportunity. It's once in a lifetime. And I was privileged um, to be able to hold the trophy on behalf of all of you. So in true Visa fashion, I felt like um, I was very important, treated to VIP status, So leaving out that statement for everyone, everywhere, the opportunities are there, they're endless. So thank you very much to the leadership team. (laughs) Thanks to Ida, thanks Lineshri, thanks to the marketing team, thanks to everyone who was coordinating. It is truly an honor and privilege and I hope you enjoy because not everyone gets this opportunity. Thank you very much, Reynok. Vision View Sports Radio Outside Broadcast.